listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. It's another episode to get out your eating pants, ladies. Oh I love gosh. these episodes <laughs> so much. There's, there's power tools there, involved. We've got mm. props. We have things that are, I was about to say edibles, but things that are edible. True. <laughs> Maybe we don't want edibles. Things. That's a different episode different for a episode. different time. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and I have an elastic waistband, so I am prepared. Yes. Yes. I got do this. on the side of my overalls, so yes. I can just yes. let them go. I love let it. Let her rip. This is a recipe card, ladies. And in honor of our mutual, mutual joint, we're all traveling to Wisconsin very mm-hmm. soon by the time this episode drops. And so we thought we'd have a recipe card in homage to something Wisconsin-y. So, Erin, mm. what did you pick? Well, I decided to do some research into what would be quintessential Wisconsin dishes. Mm. And... There are a lot of brats and <laughs> beer cheese soup recipes, but those did not feel right for this time of year. Mm. I mean, they're always delicious, but that's just, I wasn't feeling it. So I looked further and it turns out many, many Wisconsin recipe lists highlight the cream puff. Mm. And I would not, this would not have occurred to me. Yeah, no. But apparently the Wisconsin State Fair oh, yeah. is known for cream puffs. Huh. It's a it's a classic treat at the Wisconsin State Fair. Now, have any of you guys been to the Wisconsin State Fair? I've been oh, to yeah. the Wisconsin State okay. Fair. Hey, hey. That's where I you eat a cream puff. I did eat a cream uh-huh. puff. <laughs> and also I ate deep fried butter. And I'm not ashamed <laughs> to tell anybody that. Uh-huh. Sorry, I have mosquito bites all over my legs. I'm like itching. <laughs> Everything was so delicious. Yeah. Like the cheese curds and oh, the mm-hmm. cheese curds. Cre- like mm. I probably easily mm. gained 30 pounds. Uh-huh. 30 very delicious yeah. pounds yeah. that day. <laughs> um uh-huh. I haven't been to a state fair since, and quite frankly, I <laughs> it's ruined you Did forever. It ruined you? <laughs> I feel like it ruined me forever. Uh-huh. Like you peaked no one else beginning. can compare. Yeah. Huh. Minnesota might try. It might. Oh. Iowa here is pretty good too. <laughs> that's not surprising though. So yeah, that's yeah. like hotbed yeah. of really yeah. great state fairs. Exactly, delicious. Exactly. Yeah. pig farmers basically. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, it it is so good. Okay. I'm so excited for this day right okay. now. Excellent. Well, so I selected the cream puff, and then I started looking at recipes, and I got excited. I'll tell you guys because. The website Serious Eats. Oh, it is a fun website, I a fun, a fun rabbit hole, rabbit warren of a website mm. to fall down for anyone who's interested in culinary adventures. Yes. And Serious Eats had a whole, a whole. They had two sections on it. First, they had a section on the cream puff itself, and then they had another very intensive deep dive into choux pate. Which is your favorite thing? Dough that you use to make the cream puff. Oh, like C H O U X, not S H O E. Correct. (laughs) You're right. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What is the way I pronounce it? It was my accent. (laughs) Choux pate. And I know you're a foodie, but shoe patties do not sound delicious. <laughs> that took me a hot second. I mean, okay. And to be fair, the shoe is actually the word for cabbage. And that is because oh. they look like little cabbages. 
They so, do. Oh, yeah, I can cream see that. are technically cabbage creams, creamed cabbage, but that's not. Oh. Everyone knows that's not what it means. But shu is cabbage. So this makes a lot. This of is a fun little side little tidbit <sighs> of beautiful food slang. Petit my little cabbage. Oh, my little cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at that and I, it was great. Now, when I then shared this recipe link with the other ladies and said, we are going to do cream puffs. And I was like, here are the, here's the recipes that I'll be using. Rachel was like, I am, this is very, looks very involved. The most involved thing I have ever attempted. Which was a total lie, but it was extremely intimidating because it anything was. as fancy as a cream puff, I just assume is hard. <laughs> yes. And honestly, there is so much in depth. It does make it feel like it's very intimidating. And so I said, okay, hang on a second though. This should not be intimidating because I remember making these as a child still living at home and oh hang on i've somehow not silenced my phone i'm oh, so, so sorry that was me sending a message ah, to the chat brain i over here messaging about the pictures hashtag oh complicit hashtag Apologies. complicit i'm sorry please. i'm sorry please continue. i knew i wanted so to bring my phone because i need to take pictures while I'm, of this i haven't assembled it yet so mm. anyway sorry about that so I was like, no, I have made these. I made these when I was a kid living at home. I'm like, my mom in her her red Betty Crocker cookbook that she got when she got married. There is I could picture it in my mind. Oh, really? the, the cream puff recipe. Mm. So I was like, OK, hang on a second. So I texted my mom real quick and I'm like, mom, you got to you got to take a picture of the Betty Crocker cream puff <laughs> recipe for me. And she did. She of course she did. And so she sent it back. And Anyone who enjoys all of the nuances and learning all of this, all some of the science behind the way things work or some uh, small things you can do to tweak it anymore, by all means, dive into that Serious Eats mm -hmm. link. It's going to be fascinating. You will love it. You can However, get like an elective in chemistry yeah, from, yeah, from this it's, recipe. It's great. However, what it boils down to is honestly the exact same thing that's in the 1972 Betty Crocker cookbook, nice. which has been the same recipe that it's been for like 200 years yeah. from France. Like they're all the same base. Now, the other interesting thing that you should know about this basic dough, it shows up everywhere. So if you mm. learn to make this and it's super easy, friends. It was not hard. Not at all. I needed Betty we, Crocker to hold my hand. But I, it, once we got down to it, we managed to make simple. it happen. Yeah. So you can make so many other things. I was going to ask, what other yeah. kind of stuff do you think of? So churros, oh, what? the delicious Mexican donut. <laughs> yes, what? churros are a chupete base. Really? Yes. Oh, crullers, the French <gasps> donut. I love also the chupete <laughs> base. Those are my favorite um, donuts. Now, Rachel noticed a real similarity with Yorkshire puddings. And oh, they yes. are Ooh. very similar. I love a Yorkshire Only pudding. slightly different, basically, in sort of their baking approach. But the yeah. basic ratios are almost identical. It's basically the same dough, except you boil the uh -huh. shoe dough before you bake it. Yeah. Whereas the Yorkshire pudding goes straight from the mixing bowl into the muffin pan. 
but we love Yorkshire puddings yeah. in the house. Mm. Which is then also similar to the Dutch baby. Yeah. Love it. Favorite of mine. Love those. A big pancake. Yes. For the uninitiated. (laughs) (laughs) It is a pan-sized pancake. Serves the whole family. Unless they're my family, then you have to make two. Exactly. (laughs) And you can make them in many shapes. So I made these in the classic cream puff, which is sort of intended to be a single serving. It's a little bit bigger than a baseball, maybe. Mm. Not as big as a softball. You could make it bigger, probably. I think you'd have to I tweak think your in Wisconsin. time. I'm sure. I'm sure you have to just use more dough and probably cook them a little longer. <laughs> that I think bigger. is the difference with the Betty Crocker cookbook. Using mm-hmm. that recipe, they said make six. Use yeah. what? Did, what did it say? Scant quarter cups, eighth of a cup would have been more accurate to mm. what actually turned into six uh-huh. balls of dough. Uh-huh. But then I remembered in the 1970s, portion sizes were smaller. Mm-hmm. Like when I use recipes from that era and it says makes a dozen cookies. Yeah. Doesn't make a dozen cookies yeah. the way I make right. them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they you could learn something. Survived back then. Exactly. <laughs> but you can also make them very small. And then you have mm-hmm. little bite-sized ones. Um, oh, that's another thing. You can oh. shift them into, yes, you make them into eclairs. You can sh- add cheese to them, and then they are gougeres, which oh, is a yeah. savory little appetizer oh, my item. Word. That sounds amazing. You can, you know, use the dough in long strips instead of instead of balls, and then you have you have an eclair. Oh you can gosh. you can pipe it into a ring, and then you have a, a decorative item that you can use on your <laughs> your dessert sort of making like a pastry ring oh my um goodness. so it's super super i don't know versatile what's, what's my word thank you you're welcome versatile <laughs> that is exactly the word thank for you it. you're welcome i mean um, what and then there's also <laughs> the millions of different flavors you can do filling wise mm. you can take this in a sweet direction which is probably most typical, but you could also fill this up with chicken salad and then you've got sort of a fancy chicken salad presentation. I feel like the fancy tea parties I've been to lately have something like this with chicken salad in Uh them. Like their little chicken salad bites that look really similar. That would be very doable. Actually, so that reminds me, and if you you don't have the answer to this question, we can cut this out. Mm. But like, how is, because I... I've eaten a, my fair share of chicken salad croissants in my day. <laughs> How is this different from that? Mm. It is, I would have to say, it, it almost couldn't be more different. Okay. Um, oh, I'm cool <laughs> with it. Yeah. At least in like classic preparation, like preparation wise, oh. croissants are so much more involved. Yeah. They are. They are a layered pastry oh, you where you're doing a lot of folding and rolling and mm-hmm. folding. And there's butters layered in between them so that you get yeah. that flaky situation. This one, you are cooking it on the stovetop and everything is melted together. It and so it's flaky and good. It's, right. It rises from a completely different action than the croissants. Huh. So, I mean, I suppose they have somewhat similar ingredients, but I don't think croissants have much in the way of eggs. I would be surprised if they this have. Yeah. This has lots of eggs. This yeah. is eggs. So, so for rest- my money, yeah. if you want to do something fancy to present your chicken salad, this one's a lot less work. Oh, so much less. And yeah. it does look fancy. It does. <laughs> it does. Absolutely. So recipe-wise, let's let's give a quick overview of this. 
So it's beautiful. I just can't. I know we got to <laughs> gotta do this and then I got to get going with with making it. This is so uh, exciting. The last, the last step here. <laughs> yes. So recipe wise, I appreciated, honestly, Betty Crocker knocking it back for us in the 70s and making only six cream puffs because <laughs> you can easily. This is very adjustable. You could make three cream puffs because Betty Crocker calls for two eggs, which means you can easily divide that oh, down yeah. to one egg and still have a very manageable recipe. Yeah. And you can then multiply it also quite easily. So you need a half a cup of water, a quarter cup of butter. I'm not even going to say margarine, even though oh. Betty Crocker does Ew. suggest. Betty Crocker assumes that margarine is the default. And it's so funny to me. It's the 70s. <laughs> it's the 70s. Um, so we're just going to ignore that. Quarter <laughs> cup of butter, half a cup of flour, two eggs. Boom. That's, that's it? it? Wow. That's super that's simple. That's what's in this. That's so cool. Yes. Here's how you make it. And I should have done this first. I forgot to preheat my oven until oh. I was already into the recipe. And then I was like, oh, let me get that started. You do need a pretty hot oven. So heat your oven to 400. Next, you're going to boil your water and then melt your butter in the water. When. So once the butter oh. is totally melted in the boiling water, then you add your flour and lower the heat, stir it up. It's going to stir up very quickly. It's not going to be lumpy. Yeah. It's very quickly going to form into this paste that holds in on special itself. Paste. It's a special <laughs> paste. <laughs> it does not cling to the sides of the pan. I don't understand. It's culinary magic. Okay. It's the butter. Uh, it's, it's the butter. It's the butter. In it. Yeah. Whole stick. Um, but like, I feel like trying to make a roux sometimes there's a lot yeah. more effort into it. Uh, this is you're right. nothing. It's just boom. It's immediately a magic paste. <laughs> then once you have that, you're going to take it off the heat. I left mine off a little extra long because I my pan is a cast iron enameled pan, and so it holds the heat quite well. I actually moved the the gloopy ball into a different bowl because I yeah, was afraid I was going to fry my eggs. Another solid solution. So oh, you don't right. want it to be quite, quite hot enough to cook your eggs. Right. Okay. But it can still be quite warm. You just don't want your eggs to, to scramble. immediately scramble. Yeah. So then you add in your eggs, stir them in, beat, sorry, beat your eggs first, and then just stir them into that. Use a fork, beat it yeah, into Yeah, I it. started with a wooden spoon and yeah, switched to a fork. Same, <laughs> same, exactly. I was like, ooh, this needs a little extra help. So then I used a fork and quickly it then incorporated and voila, you've got your dough ready to go. They're so beautiful. So this morning... I got up and I started this process at 6.22. And by 6.50, my oven was finally fully preheated and I had them in the oven ready to bake. Okay, so this That's is... so fast! It would have been faster if I had remembered to start preheating my oven when I should have. But see, you told me and mm -hmm. then... I was able to cut your cooking time yeah. down by about 15 minutes by preheating yeah. while I boiled my water. Exactly. It's so, so fast. fast. How long do they? So, yes, then they need to bake for 35 minutes. Oh. So at that point, I jumped in the shower <laughs> and carried on with getting ready for my day. Wow. Once they bake, they puff up. Everyone's always like, oh, don't look in them. That might make them fall. It, they don't fall. It's fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Okay. I peeked in my oven. They were fine. They didn't collapse. I did okay. too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
So So you cook them for about 35 minutes or so. They're going to be puffed up and beautiful. I then actually, this was one thing I did from the Serious Eats suggestion since I knew I wouldn't be serving these until later in the day. Mm. I poked a little bit of hole in them on the on the side road or on the sort of near the top where I was going to take the tops off to fill them. And then I put them back in the oven. I turned the oven off, put them back in the oven with the oven door cracked open oh. and left them in there to sort of dry out a little bit oh, um, smart. To, yeah. so that they would not get super soggy as they sat longer and longer through the day. But if you're going to use these right away, there's no reason to do that. And you could totally use these right away. They're going to cool off very quickly because they're full of air. I was so happy with how quickly they cooled off. I pulled mine out of the oven like 20 minutes before we were supposed to record. And 10 minutes later, they were cooled off enough that I could put my filling Uh in. It was wonderful. Yeah. Beautiful. This is magic. I know. It is. (laughs) Now I'm going to, I'm going to quickly make some whipped cream. And fill these 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 cream you've, puffs. You've made the puffs. It's time to make the it's cream. It's time for this. So impressive. And then I'm gonna stop talking for a while, and Rachel's gonna tell us her opinion on how hers turned out while we enjoy them on this side. Okay. Well, while she's whipping the cream, yeah. I will say I looked at the Betty Crocker recipe for the cream <laughs> filling, and I said to myself, "That looks like a lot of work. I'm just gonna whip some cream." Because that was another option. So I whipped up the cream, added a little vanilla, because, because, and some powdered sugar. And there we go. Made sure it was nice and whippy. And I'm really, really happy with how it how it turned out. I was extremely scared about this recipe. But anything that's filled with whipped cream is going to be delicious. I think I forgot to pre-beat the eggs before I added them. I will do that next time. I just plunked the eggs straight in. And started started beating them into the batter. So I think a little pre-beating attention would have helped. But all in all, I was scared because I looked at this recipe and I'm like, this is awfully bland. Flour, butter, eggs. You're right. That's all. I was I was very tempted to add some sort of salt or seasoning or something to the batter. But I didn't. And I'm glad because Trust they don't the process, need it. Trust the process, girl. Mm-hmm. I really should. And this is just delicious. So thank you, Aaron, for forcing me to do something that scared me and ended up not being scary at all. Awesome. I love that. This is so fast. You can make it like while you're recording a podcast True episode. True story. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's in this? What's in this cream Whoa, situation? Look at that. <laughs> it's, it's it was a cup full of milk two seconds ago. <laughs> it's this is the classic. Heavy, heavy whipping cream, sugar, and vanilla, just like what Rachel made. Nice. Honestly, the suggestion, and this was from Sarah's Eats, of making like pastry cream or pudding, which is what I feel like I grew up with, was Mm. like a pudding filling. Yes. Also delicious. Kenji Lopez is trying to kill me, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, hang on. We gotta have. You gotta have, gotta the, have hat. the hat. And hang on. What? We're gonna put some powdered sugar what? on top to make it extra beautiful. And then I gotta nice. You can have yours, but I will have a quick picture with mine. Aaron, alter you, spoil me. <laughs> you want to have this little nugget here just to yeah, test that's the. That's for you. That's the yeah. eggy filling. The dough. Here. Um, oh my gosh. I love the eggy. <laughs> we got Martha Stewart in the house with so, us. Okay. 
Well, and so the more beautiful. I hear what you say about the pudding. That sounds delicious too. But yeah. if you offered me my choice between a bowl full of pudding and a bowl full of whipped cream, as I would go for the whipped cream. Oh, whipped cream. You could put fruit on that. I think. Yeah, that one. I think that one. Yeah, can be yours. I'm gonna take a quick picture. Out. I'm actually portrait mode this. Okay. <laughs> Let me do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I just had the microphone. Sorry. Okay, while you guys are doing that, I'll tell you my quick story. Yes. So I obviously can't eat one single part of this, but, and I was like, oh, that's okay. My week is super busy and I just won't make it this time and I'll just enjoy your own recipe. And then my mm -hmm. brain was like, no, you must have a challenge. So I was like, how can I possibly make this for myself at all? This is a really sturdy fork also. It's so it is heavy. a really sturdy Feel fork. Feel how heavy that is. Oh, that's it like sounds a, heavy. It's a five pound Woo. fork. You drop that off the Empire State Building oh, and someone is going to die. So then I was like, well, I bet my almond flour cookie recipe would work because that works for everything. So I was going to like buy a mini, mini cupcake pan and like make two halves of a mini cupcake for the outsides and then attempt to whip something up for the middle. And I think the blueberry ice cream that I figured out how to make last week would actually work mm. as a suitable filling Yes, because it's fluffy. It's kind of that, that consistency. I did not do that. I was like, I wonder if collagen and milk would whip up into something thick. Let me tell you, <laughs> it does not. I tried it this morning. <laughs> it just makes coffee creamer. <laughs> so I have delicious coffee creamer in my fridge. Also, a pro tip, most of you probably already know this, but if you put just liquid into a food processor and turn it on, it will explode everywhere outside the uh, sides oh. of your food processor. Well, so no. learned that too, but... I really want to attempt this mm -hmm. at some point with something. Oh, do you know what this tastes like? I bet <laughs> they also use the shoe batter for this or dough mm. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Tastes like an ice cream cup. Like mm -hmm. not the not the waffle cone. Yeah. But the little cups. And like I love those. Cone? Especially yeah. when yeah, when they're got the ice cream all soaked into the bottom. So good. Mm -hmm. That oh does gosh. seem like it would be similar. This is so good. I'm so sorry, Sarah. Are you sure we can eat this in front of you? Oh, I'm good. Okay. It looks amazing. It is. Mine's gone. I did that <laughs> while Aaron was dishing up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Does it kind of taste like a criller? Criller. Criller? A little Curler? bit. A little bit. I mean, it's not deep fried. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Like it's different formats and yeah, stuff, yeah. but you can, you can see like it's a sibling. Yeah. <laughs> They're cousins. Mm -hmm. College roommates. <laughs> and now I'm wondering if, because I, I have six people in my family and there were exactly six cream puffs. And now I'm wondering <laughs> whose cream puff I can steal. Because <laughs> mine is gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go! I like, yeah, I need another mm -hmm. one. Wisconsin, eat mm -hmm. your heart out. You guys you know, live well up there. Wonderful with this would be fresh berries. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice oh. Can I get almost a picture like of your a, face, Bray? Yes. <laughs> almost like a strawberry shortcake situation. Instead, it's like a strawberry whipped cream with cream puff. Mm. <laughs> Brie has cream all over mm -hmm. her face. Oh, that's wonderful. I love it so much. You got to dive in, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said fork, and I was like, why are you eating this with a fork? True. <laughs> Do we have napkins by chance or no? Am I on my own? Just no. dive face first into okay, it. Okay, that's fine. No we have a break after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, all right. normally I do think of that and I didn't this time. <laughs> it's all right. I'll save it for later. I brought you an actual fork and an actual plate. <laughs> but no napkin. no napkin. It's no napkin. I'll wipe it with the nap with the mm. plate. Would it be appropriate to put any like spices in the dough to make it a variety with like, I don't know, cinnamon or something? Or would that be weird? Is that inappropriate? Would you be breaking know. French baking laws? Probably. I mean, yes, I'm sure you're baking, b- breaking French baking <laughs> laws if you do that. Absolutely. They're very strict about that sort of thing. But that said, I don't feel like I've ever heard of anyone doing it, which makes me think oh. it's just not very good. It might not like, be. Like they've tried it and they're like, well, we're not going to talk about this. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe that would you be know. more appropriate to put in the whipped cream. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I would do. Yeah. yeah, I could see some cinnamon and nutmeg in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Ooh, really tasty. Chocolate. Maple. Mm-hmm. You could take it many different directions oh, yeah. with the filling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that um, makes more sense. Salted so, caramel. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So pumpkin, many. Like you could make it like a, a Thanksgiving version with the pumpkin sort of mm. a filling. When pumpkin spice season pumpkin comes, pie. pumpkin spice cream puffs. <laughs> That's going to be we a new thing. Yeah. With other cream puffs. You heard it here I first, know. friends. Cream puffception. Absolutely. Mm. Remember when yeah, cupcakes took like over the world? True. Just like I've slammed it. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I, I think this will bring her. I have just consumed the entire puff. I started after her and I'm impulse control. Before. Boom. Done. <laughs> We're recording another episode after this. I think I should have brought you guys some coffee. (laughs) I've been practicing impulse control. I think it's working. So here is one more thing, little little thing that I'll tell anyone who's out there trying to figure out how much whipped cream should I make? Oh, that's a good point. So one, I learned that whipped cream is going to about double in volume once Mm. you whip it up. Mm. So that is one way to give them, like, think about how much end product you want to have and then make, I always would, you know, err on having just a little bit more than I think I need because you can't really have too much. Um, True story. Yeah. For this, I chose to do one, (laughs) one third cup of cream for each of us. So two thirds cup of whipped cream that then I whipped up. That was so a very satisfactory I amount. Agree. I feel like of whipped cream. Yeah, it filled it all. very nicely. Yes, it, it wasn't it too did. much. You could also with this recipe. There's no reason you couldn't make this into smaller portions if you wanted to do it. So make yeah. yourself eight cream puffs out of the same batter. True. Yeah. So like I said, these you can adjust size wise very very easily. Could you top them with chocolate? Absolutely. Or does that become an eclair? No, no, it's still totally acceptable. There's that's toppings, sprinkles, Um, yes, (laughs) and make more whipped cream than you need, and then do like Mm -hmm. I did and put it on your coffee. Exactly. Or just eat it with a spoon. Exactly. I I might have done that too. Yeah. No judgment here. So, nope. Mm -mm. In this household, we eat whipped cream and out of the can straight. Uh huh. Mm. (laughs) And. Yeah, if you have an immersion blender, I am always surprised at how quickly that does actually blend up a very small amount of whipped cream. So that's like with a full on blender, sometimes you feel like, oh, do I really want to get the whole thing out? And anyway, and it's sometimes awkward to get into a small container Mm. if you're trying to make a small amount. Yeah. But most immersion blenders seem to come with this smaller cup cup sort of thing thing that fits it's especially made to fit your immersion blender mm-hmm. and then you can whip up very small amounts. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
So amazing. Well, cream I'm calling puffs. it. Let us say that cream puffs are the new cupcakes. They are the new macarons. <laughs> yes. And let's bring this 70s recipe back. That's right. Resurrect. <laughs> it's in honor of Wisconsin. Really good. There are a lot of 70s recipes, and I'm like, just die. Let them yeah. die and be yes. forgotten. Yes. <laughs> That's fine. But this one, this yeah. one is a winner. Yeah. Mm. So mm. if someone's listening in Wisconsin right now, you should like bring us some cream puffs at the Not convention. Sin. I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, mm. no saying. pressure, but no pressure, but you know, whatever. But we like them is what we're saying. Yes. We didn't know how much we liked them, but now we know. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> the ladies, if you love cream puffs too, Slash, if you make these all the time and these are your actual cupcakes, we want to know about it. Also, we'll see you in Wisconsin, I think. Woo-hoo! I don't know. Does this, I think this one drops. <laughs> Hold on. Let me check the calendar. Really. This might actually drop over in Wisconsin. just saw you in Wisconsin. <laughs> all right. Wait, just kidding. This one airs the Friday where. So we're currently in real life. Hi, bring us a cream puff. <laughs> bring us a cream puff. We are at exhibit booth. What? Sorry, I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay, well, whatever. We are currently in real life yeah. in Wisconsin right now. I should have checked the calendar before we started recording. Whatever. That's it's okay. <laughs> So yes, we'll, we'll be seeing all of you in Wisconsin and it will, it will be great if you check us out at LWML. We also want to know that since this is our homage to Wisconsin and LWML. Join us in our Facebook group, join our community and tell us all about it. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook and also our Instagram page at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Share us your favorite cream puff recipe, although I'm assuming most of them are pretty much the same. So, mm-hmm. But your pictures, we love pictures of food. Yes. At all times. True. So share those with us also. You can also join our e-newsletter in the show notes for this episode or send an email to lutheranladies at kfuo.org and we'll get you signed up for that e-newsletter. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash lounge or on your favorite podcasting app or on the KFUO radio app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. <laughs> I'm drifting away into a cream puff coma. <laughs> And I'm right there with you. <laughs> and now we're going to record another episode. So good. Yay! Dude, cream puff gauntlet. <gasps> Instead of pie gauntlet. Uh-huh. Someone come to our booth and pie me in the face with a cream puff. <laughs> and that's an order. <laughs> Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us, too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org slash give.